Congratulations to the Navy midshipmen. Winners of the Commander in Chief's Trophy, the great Air Force Falcon. What's going on, everybody? It is the Against All Enemies podcast, a special NCAA tournament baseball episode. And normally you would hear Justin doing the introductions here, but uh, it's actually me today. And so I am joined with Kayla Jackson. How are you doing, Kayla? I'm good. How are you, Scott? Doing well. And uh, she is more of the resident West Point baseball fan. If you've listened to our podcast before, if you read the website, uh, you know I'm the Air Force contributor, but uh, we do keep up with all things Service Academy Athletics. Uh, first of all, it is crazy to think that it's still baseball season. Um, the Air Force Academy graduated today, and I don't know how it is near you, but it is getting hot. It feels like summer, uh, so I'm sure these it guys are, are. Yeah, I'm sure these guys are ready to get their uh, their the tournament underway. So we've got that coming up in a few days. Uh, so I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I guess the first thing I'd kind of ask you is, like, just what is your initial, what do you really want to get out there, first and foremost, about, about West Point? Um, I'm excited. Uh, I know, like I had mentioned before, this kind of started a couple weeks ago uh, on the last pod. Kind of, we kind of had a unanimous decision. We had picked Navy over Army uh, to come out on top in terms of Patriot League tournament playing baseball. Um, and they surprised us. And, you know, of course, I'm not going to be <clears throat> upset about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm excited to, to see them taking on um, Texas Tech this weekend. Um, I believe Army is in fourth or fourth seed and, and Texas Tech is eight. But it's going to be a really good matchup. We've got uh, more than enough, I think, choice of, of pitchers uh, to choose from. So it's going to be interesting to see who we have up on the mound in the first round come this Saturday. Um, but I'm excited. I think we have a couple kind of X-factor players um, specifically to kind of, you know, round it out. Uh, I know Jacob Herdebeese is really going to be interesting. He's had um, quite a career in the past past season or so, 0.3, uh, 0.383 batting average, stole 45 bases this season. I think he'll he'll be one to watch. And like I said, we've got a couple captains um, on the mound and, and ready to go. So we'll see how that will go up against Texas. And they are going to be in Texas, of course, uh, this week for the first round. Yeah, so Texas Tech is number eight in the overall rankings, but they're number one in that um, in the Lubbock Regional so it's Texas Tech is first, and then just to get it out there, Dallas Baptist second, uh, Florida is number three, and then Army's number four. So just to go back kind of to what got us here, because like you did say, we all unanimously thought that uh, Navy was going to win the Patriot League and then ultimately get the bid, which I did too, and hindsight is a little bit twenty twenty, and so I'm not going to come out and say that I didn't agree with that. But what I did say, uh, I believe it was two episodes ago when we were talking about what Army needed to do to beat Noah Song, I think I kind of said something like, there's something special about Service Academy Baseball that really kind of makes it, it, everything just goes out the window, and I think that anybody can win. And I think that's that's really what happened when West Point was able to deliver Noah Song his only loss of the season. And 
I thought it was. I think it's really interesting that we are where we are. Do you think that the do you get the 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 vibe that this team is ready for the NCAA playoffs? I think so, and I think um, kind of pointing to last weekend, that was kind of my big question: is you know we take Noah Song out of the situation, and for the for the most part, um, you know across the board in terms of stats, Navy and Army were pretty equal equaled out in terms of playing field and, and ability. Um, and so, like you said, that it kind of seemed like you know they were in the Patriot League tournament for the bid and it was kind of it kind of seemed from our conversation that it was really army versus noah right mm-hmm. um and now that navy is out um i i definitely see uh the you know it's a possibility of them coming out on top um of course even with texas tech ranked one and whoever wins out coming from um, dallas baptist in florida but i definitely think it's possibilities not out of the range yeah what i was kind of thinking is and this is just where the the whole fact that we kind of have to take a step back and look at it. And this is maybe my opinion, so maybe you can tell me if you disagree. But, I mean, the honest truth is that service academies play in the rest of five conferences. They don't play in the Power Five. So, really, I think other than a few one-off games, this is going to be the biggest test, obviously, of West Point. And, I mean, that that obviously sounds a little bit obvious. But what I'm saying is, is that we're they're going to be going up against a very powerful Texas Tech team. And the thing is, is even though they're number eight, um, I would say that they got a little bit of a lower ranking because they didn't win their conference tournament when they lost to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might, so West Point might might even be facing off against an even tougher team uh, than they would have had Texas Tech won their conference. And then Dallas Baptist. We don't hear a lot about them because they're from the Missouri Valley Conference, but they made a lot of noise in the NCAA this year. And the only real parallel that I can draw is that they played Air Force and they won, I think it was 30-7. to And that's just an outlandish game. So, um, And then finally, Florida, it's just SEC baseball. You know, what else is there to say? So just based on what you've seen from West Point, obviously there's no barometer for exactly how this game's going to go or what the, the keys are going to be. But based on what you've watched from West Point baseball, what do you think are going to be some of the things that they can really zero in on to hopefully get out of this, uh, get out of the regional and to move on? Definitely. I think, like I said kind of before, and honing in on some of the X-factor players that we do have, kind of like you mentioned, coming out of – um, you know, our typical schedule and what we have, a lot of the, the other teams, especially talking about Texas Tech, um, they're, you know, defensive players, Josh Jung, their pitcher, um, Johnson, a lot of them are really, really heavy hitters. And I think um, kind of honing in on one, who you're going to have at the mound first up. I'm not sure who the decision is going to be, whether it's Cam, Tyler, or, or Daniel is going to set the p- kind of pace for the rest of the afternoon and how that's going to go. Um, and then if Jacob is going to kind of step up and if he's going to be stealing those bases like he's been all season. Um, I think they're going to have to kind of get creative on the defense, um, knowing that you know they're kind of out of their element in terms of you know scheduling and who they're kind of up against. Um, and even mentioning that score that you had said, um, DBU playing Air Force is, is starting um, a bit of a loss. And so it'll be interesting to kind of see how it plays out. But I definitely think they have to get creative um, in terms of kind of using the best of their abilities that they have um, kind of up on the mound and honing in on that and not really trying to stray away from, I think, what they do best. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I th- what I really like to do is I like to look at, you know, just from a box score, what are the statistics um, that kind of 
really stick out that would say, okay, if they just improve this, uh, you know, it would make it better. And for Air Force this season, I mean, not to, I mean, obviously that season's way long gone, but a huge thing was errors and batting. Uh, do you see any holes like that in terms of fielding? Um, or is it mostly just like kind of getting all hands on deck? I think, I think it's a bit of both. I think for in the kind of in the past season, you know, Arby's been really big on the defense and getting out on the field and picking up a lot of those balls. I'm not really seeing a bit of a problem in sort of, um, I think what is going to be the big deal is kind of the fast pace, especially with Texas Tech, if they win going up against whoever that is. Florida is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and I don't want to, you know, even coming from my bias, coming from an FSU standpoint, um, but like you said, it's SEC baseball. I think the fast pace might be something that they want to kind of watch out for, especially that pitcher. Um, so, like I said, I think it's more of an all-hands-on-deck situation and making sure everybody's playing to the best of their ability. Yeah, Absolutely. And I also think um, that if they were able to, I mean, let's just kind of like dream for a second, because like I said, I, I like to be realistic about this as much as I want to say that they're going to get out of out of this um, this round. I mean, this is a really, really tough set of teams that they have to go up against versus mm-hmm. the Oklahoma City bracket, which would be the next one. And in that right. is OSU, UConn, Nebraska and Harvard. And I think that if Army's able to somehow pull this off, then um, they might have a, a pretty good chance of moving on pretty deep. Mm-hmm. That's valid. That's valid. I think kind of in terms of, like you said, the scheduling, this first round is going to be the hardest. I, you know, Nebraska, um, definitely another kind of power hitter team to look for in the second round, but it's going to be tough. I don't think at all. Um, and, you know, maybe this is just me being negative or being realist that it'll be um, an outright, you know, easy game for them to win. I don't see a box score being, um, you know, particularly easy for them to grab. It'll definitely be a close game um, on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you heard anything outside of baseball about them traveling, excitement, or any, like, kind of extracurricular stories? Uh, not yet. I mean, I see a lot of excitement from, uh, you know, some of the players on Twitter, just the team in general. Um, like I said, I'm I'm wondering um, kind of on the inside themselves, like I said, picking them over Navy um, obviously was an, an awesome victory. And for them coming to go back into the, the tournament the second time around um, is obviously a big accomplishment for them. Um, but it definitely seems like they're excited to get on the road. Of course, going into Texas territory um, it is going to be tough in dealing with that and kind of away from home. Uh, so I'm wondering if, if that is going to be kind of on their minds as well. Yeah, um, I, I definitely can see that as well. And it's crazy, too, because just like we were talking about, just season-wise and scheduling-wise, um, West Point's graduation was on the 25th. Um, so right. hopefully the, hopefully <laughs> these guys have either – I think when you deal with that, it can go one of two ways. They could either kind of laser in and get focused because, okay, now all we have to focus on is baseball. Or it could go kind of in the opposite direction. You know, they're the, the year's over. They're ready to move on, especially the second lieutenants. They're thinking about their next base that they're going to. Uh, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But I think, and I just go back to this, and maybe it's because I didn't go to West Point, so I I just kind of can look from the outside in. But every one of their teams, what I see them being able to do, and this probably sounds cliche, but I just think that all their teams play with so much heart. Um, and obviously mm-hmm. we're talking baseball now, but just like lacrosse, I mean, when they played right. against Penn, uh, the men's team, there was, they left everything on the field. You know, they were hitting harder than anybody else on the other team. 
Uh, same thing with football. We hear all those stories. So I think it is one of those things that statistically, I think they're disadvantaged. I mean, anybody would be able to say that they're, they're disadvantaged, but they could be the kind of team that digs deep, uh, puts bats on the ball and is able to, to potentially come out with a win. So, um, I think that's really what it's going to come down to is a lot of intangibles. And I think that's going to be important for, for army baseball. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to mention that to you and I was scrolling through Twitter. I was like, Ooh, air force had their graduation today. Yeah. I was like, man, how are they still concentrating on a game after you've commissioned? I don't know where my mind would be. Exactly. <laughs> but then again, you know, being a collegiate athlete, you know, this is, that's part of, part of the deal as well as, you know, and, and being a scholar and athlete and then now being a service member, but this is part of the deal. And I'm sure they're excited, um, to, to maybe hone in. So I do hope, um, like so many of those other teams that you mentioned is, is playing uh, with that heart and with that passion and seeing if they can come out on top, um, even in the midst of kind of making this transition to the next phase of their lives. Yeah, so it looks like um, they've actually been there since the 27th, so hopefully they're also getting used to uh, some of that dry West, West Texas heat, <laughs> exactly. And <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I don't know if you've ever been to Lubbock, but there's not a lot going on around there, so hopefully they won't have too many distractions. Distractions, um, yeah. I, I, definitely. But, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be good. It's certainly going to be interesting to watch, and um, if I had to give any kind of prediction – what I would say is that Army will get out ahead early, maybe in the first or second inning. Um, I could see them going up like 2-0 to zero, and then maybe going back down, maybe like 4-2, and then mm-hmm. um, maybe having that lead extended a little bit, so maybe going to like 2-6, 2-7, and then maybe a late-game comeback. So that's that's definitely my kind of Cinderella story for what I would predict for the game, and there's not a lot of science behind that. But um, I don't know, what's what would be your prediction? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, and my hope is I'd, I'd love to have them kind of out first. I think my biggest kind of concern and, and worry is who they're going to have pitching first um, out and on the mound, how that's going to set the tone for the rest of the game. Um, but I kind of have them... Um, have them out kind of ahead um, up two or three you know in the first couple innings but I really think the pitcher um, on Texas Tech and that defense they might turn up the heat um, kind of in the in the last couple innings and I I don't know kind of what the outcome will be but I I'm not sure that they might come on top in the in the very end I think they'll have a a, a great head start um, but I think coming like I said out of that schedule and and being in a different environment like you mentioned um, I think they might (laughs) Texas might bring out something special (laughs) I don't know what it is exactly (laughs) Uh, see that's what I'm saying see that happening yeah your integrity is definitely coming through because I think I think both of us what we're saying is that we we want to be proven wrong I think both of us do but um I think it's going to be a, a tough road for um, for West Point baseball. So if there's any West Point baseball players listening, any family members, let them know. Uh, we're not predicting a win, and maybe that'll help. Hopefully, fire them up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. We, we would, of course, we we want to see our own teams win, but you know, we want to we want to add some some realism to the bunch uh, as well. But we will see, and and definitely we'll do. We'll be back again with the recap of what happened. Yeah, and I think the other thing is that what can be lost on this is that at the end of the day, there can only be one national champion, right? Out of the thousands of, of college baseball players across the country, and regardless, this is a monumental accomplishment. Uh, to be able to do this, to come out as one of the top baseball teams in the country. And uh, no matter what happens on Saturday, obviously the the old, age-old advice, I mean, they have nothing to hang their heads about. 
Um, so I hope that they enjoy the experience. Uh, I hope they can keep playing some baseball. I hope we as Service Academy fans can keep watching. But uh, we'll see. Definitely. And of course, still, you know, cling on uh, to that one against uh, Navy and, and the Patriot League tournament as well. Um, so let's not have them forget about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So this is a short episode today. Do you have anything else to add on it? Uh, not yet. Uh, I do, of course, we want to make sure we give uh, a shout out to Noah Song, um, of course, on the uh, the Navy side. And he's a finalist for the Golden Spikes Award, uh, which um, in the past couple weeks, uh, you know, you've had a chance to vote on. If you did vote for him, good for you. Um, if you haven't, it's too bad. But of course, you know, regardless of our personal opinions, he's up on there. He's been a standout player for Navy baseball, you know, in the, the past year or so. He was put on watch and pre in midseason um you know he's named patriot league pitcher of the year um amazing stats and so it'll be interesting of course to see uh, how this goes uh in the future i yeah. actually want to check on that because when i looked on the website i believe a little bit earlier it said that maybe some updates would be announced to either tonight or yesterday and i haven't seen anything come out uh, so i'll make sure to check on my phone because i know the press release, the last one I mentioned, it said the 29th. And I'm like, I haven't seen anything aside from him just being named the finalist. Yeah, so the, uh, the, they yeah. have the finalists, which is uh, J.J. Blede, uh, Adley Rushman, Noah Song, and Andrew Vaughn. Um, and so, obviously, Noah Song is the only Service Academy pitcher there. Um, and, right. and first of all, I also appreciate you bringing this up because I forgot it and our Navy guys made sure uh, to remind us to do that. But this award is a, is a huge deal. I mean, some of the other, um, recent winners that we had were like Bryce Harper won it, Trevor Bauer, AJ Reed, Chris Bryant, Steven Strasburg, uh, Buster Posey. So, I mean, just to even be kind of in the, in the finals is, is a really, a, a finalist is a really impressive thing. And if he were to win, he would certainly be in great company for, um, you know, going into hopefully a, a professional career, whether it's right after graduation or whether it's sometime in the future. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's given to the uh, top amateur baseball player in the country. And from our conversation in the past, um, and of course, uh, uh, Justin Austin can attest to that. He definitely um, has made a name for himself, uh, you know, this past year and his really four years um, so far. So it'll be great to see it in the future and, and how it comes out. But he's definitely in great company, as you said. Definitely. Um, okay, cool. Well, this is uh, just a short episode. We just wanted to get something out there for the baseball coming up this weekend. Um, so we hope you guys enjoyed it. And we will be back with a full episode sometime soon in the future. So thanks so much. Yep. Thanks. Take care, guys. And we'll see you uh, next time. Congratulations to the Navy Midshipmen. Winners of the Commander-in-Chief's Trophy, the great Air Force Falcons. Air Force.